This is a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> what else? Which podcast is it? Trying a new intro this week. Minimalistic. Tell them which podcast this is. Isn't that maybe like overwhelming them with information? This is the Tennis Podcast. All right. You probably know just from looking at your listening device. This is the Tennis Podcast. And I mean, should we tell them our names or is that information overload? There's going to be a lot of information to share today. So, we might as well just go full, full bore. All right. My name is Nick Amell. I am the host of the show. I'm Brandon. I am recently demoted to sidekick host. I'll let you do the dirty work here and tell them what this show's about. This is a show in which one of your hosts brings a top 10 or so list each week. The other host brings nothing except a prepared, sharp mind to guess that top 10 list. And I have... Are you sure we're talking about our show with the sharp minds? Yeah, razor sharp okay. minds This yeah. that represent the collective razor sharp minds of the listener. So, again, you'll have to channel them all this week in order to persevere through uh, my list, which is the top 10 methods of murder. Top 10 methods of murder? Murder. Are we talking human murder? Yeah, human murder. Human on human murder. Insect murder? Mm Mm-mm. Humans murdering other humans. Okay, and tell me about this list. This is from 2010, the most recent information on the FBI's website at FBI.gov related to national murder statistics, the most recent years, 2010. It's interesting that the FBI lists that on their own site because I could see it going two ways. You want to murder someone and you think, I'm going to check the FBI site what's the, to see- What's the preferred method? Yeah, do I want to do the preferred method or on the other side, do I want to think outside the box, do something a little shocking when I murder my victim? All this data is available to download in Excel as well. So, this this (laughs) table- They want to make it very easy for you to digest as a murderer. Yeah, this is the crime in the United States website created by the FBI and the US Department of Justice. Right now, I'm looking at expanded homicide data table eight. It is murder victims by weapon. 12,996 murders in 2010. That's it? I thought it would be higher too. Well, maybe I guess that's reported murders because I'm sure there's like homeless people murdered and stuff that... Yeah. I mean, if we, if we want to get dark, we want to get dark. There's, and just uh, right to the... there's definitely, as we'll find out later, there's definitely some undocumented murder and murder types going on. So, this is the best data available on Mayor Day. So, let's just level set here again. We're talking US murders as of 2010, which is the most recent data available. In the year 2010, yes. According to the authority on the subject, the FBI. Yeah. And we're talking methods. So, give me an example of a method of murder, but not not one that's in the top 10. Trust me. The top 12 methods of murder encapsulate every method by which you could murder someone aside from like boring someone to death is not on here. Oh, okay. Method is murder is the, it's the method by which one human causes the death of another one. For instance, if you burnt someone alive, technically they die from something like asphyxiation or shock or blood yes. loss. Right. The method you used was fire. But, okay, that's what I wanted to know. Right. Is basically what you just said. Yeah, okay. it's not it no, it is not the medical cause of death. It is the method by which the murderer murdered. You mentioned that death by boredom is not on there, but 
keep in mind this list came out in 2010 and our show didn't come out until 2018. So, it's possible that Death by Boredom has, has climbed the rank since. Yeah, there's probably 13 categories for the 2019 data. Or maybe the Death by Boredom uh, really rose because of The Handmaid's Tale Season 3. But another topic for another day. Well, should we start with methods of murder that probably aren't in the top 10? Sure. Why don't you ask me that question? Or do you like a vampire? You can't do it unless you're invited. <laughs> Nick, why don't you tell me some of the methods of murder that wouldn't be in the top 10 <sighs> or 12? I'm going to guess that murder via, you know, like in the Three Stooges when they, one of the Stooges takes the other two Stooges heads and bonks them together like coconuts. Mm -hmm. I'm going to guess that's not in the top 10. Murder actually, via no, actually, coconut head bumps. I think one in the top 10 definitely would include that. So, that's head trauma or something. Trauma to the head. Uh, not exactly but uh, yeah, I think that would actually be included in the top 10. Okay. So, three stooges in the top 10. I'm going to guess that taking a magnifying glass that has been exploded in size thanks to technology from say, honey, I blew up the kid. Mm -hmm. Taking that magnifying glass to a human as if they were an ant. Burning them like an ant? Yes. Is that in the top 10? I think you could make an argument that one of these does cover it. But no, not explicitly a giant magnifying glass or the sun. What about being spanked to death? That's definitely covered by at least two items. <sighs> All right. Well, apparently everything counts on this list. I want to talk about aggravating circumstances because I, a lot of these methods here of murder uh, probably under, fall under aggravating circumstances. And aggravating circumstances when it comes to murder in the legal sense are often punished more harshly. Depending on the jurisdiction, some aggravating circumstances may include premeditation, that'll get you mm. first degree murder, yeah. poisoning, murder of a child, murder of a police officer, judge, firefighter, or witness to a crime, murder of a pregnant woman, a crime committed for pay or other rewards such as contract killing, exceptional brutality or cruelty. Exceptional, wow. Methods which are dangerous to the public, for example, explosion, arson, or shooting into a crowd, murder for political causes, murders committed to conceal another crime or facilitate its commission, hate crimes, and in Germany, something uh, called Heimtuki, uh, treachery. Heimtuki? Yeah, treachery. Murder in English criminal law always carries a mandatory life sentence. But in England, they don't classify it into two degrees like they do in the US and Canada. Isn't it three degrees? I think it's first degree, second degree, and then it's manslaughter. And manslaughter, oh, okay. there is voluntary and invo involuntary. Shouldn't manslaughter, I think this is a Seinfeld joke. But shouldn't manslaughter be the worst one? It sounds the worst. Because it sounds, it does sound the worst. Yeah. So, yeah, you can get really punished for it. <laughs> Great. And I wanted to make it clear, yeah, what the stakes are for murder. So, yeah, start guessing. Tell me what you believe are the top 10 methods of murder. Nah, I'm good. You're going to have to or this is over. Isn't it interesting that in the United States, murder at least first degree murder is treated so seriously, you can get the death penalty, you can get life or multiple life sentences. And in other countries, you'll get like five years <laughs> or something. 15 year minimum. So, yeah, you and then that like with either time served and then time off for good behavior. Yeah, you could, that's not too bad. In the US, you mean? 
No, I think that's under English law. In England, oh, okay. they're just, it's a slap on the wrist for murder, it sounds like. What's your take, Brandon, on murder as far as being sentenced? Let's say that someone murders someone in cold blood, premeditated. It's their first and only murder. Yeah. And they're an adult. If you were in charge of all laws, God help us, what would you do to that person as far as punishment? Just life in prison. So, you would put them in life for life? Yeah. For killing somebody? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, what does he say in Unforgiven? Something like, you take away all he's got and all he's ever going to have when you kill somebody. So, yeah. Uh, Have possibility for parole. Yes. Okay. Because I... I guess that's fair. A stupid 19-year-old can do something very, very stupid, can kill someone, you know, in the act of committing an armed robbery because he's... 19 and he's an idiot and he wasn't raised well or in a rough area and he's a poor decision maker just because he's young. And I think that when that guy is in his like late 50s and has earned a high school degree and had, you know, exemplary behavior for decades, yeah, he's probably paid his debt. All right, I'm gonna start guessing. Do it. Strangulation. Strangulation is number six. I'm sorry. Yes, it's number six. Make up your mind, Brandon. Is it six or is it not six? No, no, no. I, well, I didn't have the lines drawn to the ranks and the method. So, strangulation is number six. A paltry 122 murders. <laughs> paltry. Listen to you. In, in 2010 were committed by strangulation. It makes up a little over 1% of all murders. That's it? Number six is only 1%. Well, what percent is number one? 68. Oh, my God. Okay, that has to be gun, but anyway, go ahead. Strangulation is something I think everyone knows what it means to be strangled. It's either someone's using a wire or another object to cut off the air supply around the trachea. A snake. Or perhaps even their bare hands or yes. You could take a snake and wrap it around someone. Yeah. Right, you would, have to, you would have to wield the snake. You could take a long, like a really long like sex toy Ugh. and- Wrap it around some what? Speaking I'm just... of well, speaking of that, that was uh, the BTK killer. He murdered through strangulation. Well, strangulation and or another method of murder, which we have not covered yet. Well, yeah, BTK and hundreds of other serial killers. But the other method which he used is very closely related to strangulation. In fact, I viewed them as one and the same. Although I think there is an argument to be made for the difference. Do you want to go ahead and try to guess that one since they are so close? Is that like stuffing someone's mouth with stuff? I'm trying to remember Asphyxiation. what. Yeah. Yeah. So, he, BTK murdered both by strangulation, tightening a garrote wire around the neck, uh, but he also tortured and killed by asphyxiation. Uh, mm. That's when he, he would put, I think he put a mask or a like a, he put a paper, no, I'm sorry, he put a plastic bag and then a pillowcase over that. Uh, so that the they couldn't poke a hole in the plastic. That's how he tortured them. He'd take them to the brink of death and then let them breathe again and then asphyxiate them again. Oh, can you imagine that? I mean, that yeah, it's one of the most, it's an awful form of torture. Yeah, and he would do that to kids. Yeah, so good times. What number is asphyx- 
asphyxiation is number seven. So, not only closely related in terms of the method itself, but uh, also in terms of the number of murders in 2010. 98 murders in 2010 attributed to asphyxiation, making it also 1% of the total. And something else I picked up from watching episodes of Forensic Files is that, you know, when people try to murder somebody by putting a pillow over their head and saying like, oh, he just died in his sleep. Um, the medical examiner, I think there are multiple ways to tell, but the medical examiner, the easiest way to tell is that asphyxiation tends to rupture the blood vessels in the eyes, which is like one of the telltale signs of asphyxiation. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, don't stick a pillow over somebody's head and think. One thing I noticed as I went through this list is it's very difficult to get away with murder, fortunately, uh, knowing everything we've learned from forensic files. It is interesting to think that, you know, like the, the 70s and 80s are like the golden age in America for serial killers. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, golden age in quotes. Uh, as in there were so many well-known famous serial killers at that time that got away with their crimes for a long time before for, being taken yeah. under capture. It was a, a time in which the culture bred serial killers but science and technology had not caught up yet to catch them in the same way that we do now. And uh, now we have so much more surveillance. Mm-hmm. Wow, which sounds creepy to say, but it's true. And my question for you is, do you think that there are serial killers in America that could compare with the famous ones from the 70s and 80s and we just don't know about them? Or do you think that because of forensics, those types of killers are more dissuaded from even trying to, you know what I'm trying to yeah, say? Yeah, that's a like, good question. Like, are, do we not know about them because they've successfully evaded these techniques? Right. Well, I think the Long Island serial killer is a good example of current serial killer who seems to have so far evaded modern criminal investigation and forensic work. I don't know. I mean, obviously, we're only basing that on what is publicly known and publicly available about the Long Island state killer, but they don't have them yet and it doesn't seem to be going anywhere fast. But yeah, I I think there are probably a few out there, a lot fewer than there used to be. But if you think about someone like Israel Keys, he operated until sort of recently. Yeah. I think it's a lot more difficult to do now, but really put your mind to it. I think you can think you can still make it happen. It is interesting and scary to think of like a Jeffrey Dahmer-esque person out there now and we just don't know about it because like we said at the top, if you're targeting say homeless people, which is a popular- The less dead. Yeah, the, that's a- the le- they're known as the less dead because they can go months, years or even forever without ever being noticed as having gone missing. And the efforts to solve their crimes are usually taken as less of a priority than, you know, people who have family calling and asking what's going on or people who, yep. people who were, you know, tax, <laughs> for lack of a better word, like tax payers, people who are quote unquote normal, I think get more uh, more police treatment than those who live on the fringes of society. Yeah. It's kind of like how if we were hosting this podcast and you just weren't here with me for like months. Would anyone notice? It would, yeah, take a long time for anyone to notice that the sidekick host wasn't here talking back to me. I'm the less dead. Yeah. I'm the less heard. (laughs) Why don't you give me another guess? Yeah. So, these numbers are strikingly low to me. Yeah. 98 and 122. There's one here that I have to give you. I have to give you number three on this list and you just kind of hinted at the reason why I think it's important 
for me to give you number three. Okay. Number three on the list is other weapons or weapons not stated. And that's what I referred to earlier in the episode. I said that this data is incomplete or underreported. Number three on the list, like I said, is just basically other or not stated. 874 murders in 2010 uh, were committed where the where with weapons that are not on this list and which I'm telling you is extensive and covers just about everything or the weapons were not stated in the final report. That makes up 7% of all murders in 2010. So, there's a couple reasons why I think they may not be stated or maybe listing, uh, missing from this list. Something that I noticed that is missing from this list is method by vehicle, like running somebody over. Hmm. I think could possibly be an other weapon or weapon not stated. Uh, but it also makes me think there's a lot of murders committed where either because the victim is less dead or because they don't have enough evidence to form an opinion on that the weapon, the weapon is either unimportant and therefore not listed or the weapon cannot be known and is therefore not, not stated. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think if you're running someone with over with a car, that's hard to hide from like the final report or whatever. So, I don't know if that would be weapon not stated. Well, what um, now granted we haven't discussed many methods yet, but let's just say hypothetically speaking, you got to murder somebody and you want to make sure that it, that you do the job, mm -hmm. but you also don't want to get caught. Yeah. What is the most effective method, but also the safest uh, as far as what leaves the least evidence leading back to you? Have the cops plot against you like in making a murderer? But to be honest, if you're one of our murderer listeners out there, be taking notes, I guess. Burying someone alive, maybe? I don't know. Or uh, fire, burning them alive? No. The, well, an arson investigator can usually tell like, yeah, what type of true. accelerant was used and where the fire started. Mm -hmm. And then all it takes is somebody to say like, yeah, I saw that dickhead over there. He was playing <laughs> with a can of gas. Yeah. I think the only way you can really murder somebody and get away with it is if you want to murder someone who regularly does dangerous hiking and then you hide oh. in the bushes in a dangerous spot and then you yeah. just jump out and push them. Like off a cliff? Yeah. You got to hate someone enough. You have to have an enemy that happens to like to hike a lot. <laughs> right. I mean. Or unless you're a random killer like a serial killer but. <laughs> you just want <laughs> you just pick a spot. It sounds like something I would do in like Grand Theft Auto 5 is just wait for like a, at a special spot where hikers or joggers come by and then just jump out and push them off a cliff until I have a pile of bodies at the bottom of random non-playable characters that I've thrown off of the cliff. You got to wait. You got to be somewhere that is secluded enough to where no one will ever see you do it. Mm -hmm. I think you, Brandon, would have trouble with this method of murder because they would hear you eating the hot dogs in the bushes before. Like that gif of the gorilla who's <laughs> who's chewing and looking around, that really short gif, that's me and the- I know exactly who you're talking You'll have to, maybe this should be the preview clip and you sync up me yep. with that chewing gorilla. If you want to f find a way to Nick's heart, you find a gif of a gorilla or a monkey. Monkey gifs. Yeah, hashtag monkey gifs. Well, I think that is a good way to kill someone. So- We'll try it out sometime, see how it goes. How about another guess 
from this list. Okay, is pushing someone off a cliff on the top 10 or a building? I think so. My guess is it would be covered under number four, which is personal weapons, hands, fists, feet, etc. No, that's not cliff pushing. Well, you would use your hands to push them. Yeah, but you could also use your hands to just slap them to death like in Goldeneye. Right, but if you use your hands- Or if you're a karate master, chop them in the throat. That counts. That's a personal, that's using your hands as a personal weapon. Now, is this taking into account accidental murders? Because you could just be yes. running around dancing. Yes. And you hit someone just right on accident right. with your feet or your hand. If it's murder, it's, or your butt. it's on here. But get this, personal weapons, your hands, your fists, your feet, your body, what you got on you, your mitts. Your butt. Is number four on the list. That's high. 745 murders committed in 2010 with people's bare hands or feet. Or butt. That is still only 6% of all murders in the U.S. that year. Or they're winky. Now, yeah, you could beat someone together with your dick. <laughs> now, let me tell you some- OJ Mudbone definitely could. Now, let me tell you some sad stories about murder by personal weapons. Yeah, make me sad. These are sad. Uh, Kelly Thomas was a 37-year-old homeless man diagnosed with schizophrenia who lived on the streets of Fullerton, California. He was beaten to death by six members of the Fullerton Police Department on July 5th, 2011. Had you ever heard about this guy before? I completely missed this. No, it doesn't sound familiar. Medical no. records indicate that the bones in his face were broken and he choked on his own blood. His thorax was also compressed, which prevented breathing. He was removed from life support after five days and died on July 10th. Now, there is video of cops are trying to put his hands behind his back and he was saying like, I'm trying, I'm trying and then they tased him a bunch of times which usually makes you unable to do anything and mm -hmm. then a cop is seen putting rubber gloves on and saying, you see my fists? They're going to fuck you up. Why do cops do this when they're on tape? I mean, I mean, what, yeah, why do they do it period but why do they also do it yeah. when they're being recorded? It's because they think they're untouchable. I guess. Well, uh, they well, are. Some do. I'm not like blanket statement. I'm saying. Uh, yeah, they were all found not guilty. Really? Yeah. Shit. What, what year is this? 2011. Wow. Yeah. Is this before or after the whole Police Lives Matter movement? I don't know. I feel like it's probably one of many leading up to it. Yeah. Uh, so, also Lucas Leonard. Now, this doesn't involve the police. This doesn't involve hating on police. I realize not all police beat people to death. So, that's not what we're, but these six guys did. Uh, but this, we're, now we're getting away from police and we're talking about guy, Lucas Leonard. He was 19 years old when he died. Well, I missed the, uh, missed the date on that, but it was within the last few years. Uh, he died from injuries sustained during an hours long counseling session at his church. The Word of Life Christian Church in New Hartford, New York. Oh my God. He and his brother who survived, his brother survived with severe injuries, were beaten repeatedly by churchgoers, by the parishioners during this session. Among them were their own parents and older sister. Lucas had expressed something about wanting to leave the church and about 30 parishioners beat them for 14 hours. What in the hell? And it ended only when they thought Lucas was dead. He died at the hospital the next day from multiple contusions to the torso and extremities, including blows to the genital area. He wanted to leave the church? Yeah, so they- What church? What kind of church? It was the Word of Life 
Christian. Yeah, it was a Christian church. I mean, how? God, I just yesterday saw a video of this. I'd never seen it. Maybe it's a well-known video, but I'd never seen it. This woman is at church confessing, not not confessing like in a in a priest, you know, in a little Catholic box. Right, kind of like giving her testimony. Giving a testimony on stage with the pastor. There's a crowd there, and she's talking about receiving <laughs> receiving oral sex, and she's crying. And they all are like gasping and she's acting so ashamed and they all start yelling, aggressively praying for mm-hmm. her and then the pastor is throwing holy water at her private area and Ugh. like yelling and she's like shaking as if the Holy Spirit's moving through her. Burning her cooter. Yeah. <laughs> Starting at the coochie, going throughout and she's like convulsing and- Holy moly. And there's like hundreds of people there. It's scary. That shit's scary. I don't know how they justify it because I just, she better she ought to be glad they're not snake handlers. <laughs> well, let me tell you a happy story about someone getting beaten to death. <laughs> Please, this is the best beaten to death story. By the way, L- Larry Leonard, what was his name? Lucas Leonard. Lucas Leonard. That is like the perfect Hollywood name. It is. He's got a good name. Poor guy. Yeah. Shout out to Lucas Leonard. That was not very Christian what they did, Lucas. No. So, go ahead with your happy so Here's my happy story. story about someone getting beaten to death. A few years ago, you may remember this from the news. I certainly did. That's why I sought this story out. A Texas rancher beat his daughter's accused molester to death moments after he discovered the man raping the five-year-old girl. Ugh. Yeah. Yeah. Hold on. Well, that still doesn't make me happy. Let me get to the happy part. Okay. He beat him to death with his bare hands. And then he called 911 said, I need an ambulance. This guy was raping my daughter and I don't know what to do. Come on. This guy is going to die on me. I don't know what to do. And he did die. He was not even arrested and he was never charged. Really? No. That really surprised now, me. Now, actually, technically it's not a happy story because I get the strong suspicion that this man probably suffers from the trauma of what he saw. I'm sure obviously his daughter suffered and probably still does but... It's not, I'm sure he did not, it's not a happy story for him but. Let's take back, can you renege on your statement that this is a happy story? I still stand by this is a happy story and that there are instances in which a man can be beaten to death or you can cheer. What state was this in? Texas. Okay. I don't know if that would fly in as far as not him not getting in trouble in most states. No, but I, I got to side with Texas on this one. From your description, it sounds like it wasn't intentional murder. No, he it was. Uh, yeah, he had an understandably emotional reaction to seeing that. He wanted to stop it and prevent it, and I'm sure that the primal part of his brain took over for a few minutes. But he immediately, like the 911 transcript indicates, that he did not want the man to die, but he did. Just like, oh, what's his name in the staircase, Michael. Peterson or... Uh... Yeah, a little bit different than uh, Michael <laughs> Peterson's call saying like, I, I, it's, looks, it's looking bad and then a click. <laughs> or just answering and being like, click. Oh, Michael Peterson, listener of the show. Do you, uh, did you know, it's an urban legend that you can get your hands registered as lethal weapons? No, I didn't know. Yeah. It's not true. Thanks for telling me. So, what about people dying from feet? Because you said personal weapons, hands and feet. You could get stomped on and kicked. Is it possible that this includes someone taking off their shoes and socks 
And I mean, that's it. The other person stood no chance. Oh, like because I think because I think my dad could probably kill someone by doing that. Oh, or that guy at the airport that we saw. Remember? Oh my god, yeah, that guy's feet almost killed me, and I didn't even smell him. From our Q and A episode, episode forty-five, we talked about this guy at the airport whose feet were like troll feet. He was wearing open-toed sandals. He had the feet of an old koala. That guy could kill someone just by getting his foot a little too close to your face. He could use his nails like Freddy Krueger and they'd infect you with fungus. Disgusting feet but one hell of an ass I have to I have to admit. So, personal weapons, hands, feet. Let's do arson next. Arson would be fire. Fire is number eight. The eighth most okay. popular method of murder. 700, <laughs> I'm sorry. Eighth most popular. 70. <laughs> Should we name this episode the most popular ways to murder someone? No, because po- some of them might be popular among people who aren't murderers. Right. And we didn't account for those. These are just most popular among murderers. It's a very specific. Right. Not murder spectators. 74 murders committed by fire in 2010 is, again, just 1% of all murders committed by fire. So, this would include someone burning their house down with like a bunch of people inside. Exactly. This is burning someone who has not already been killed by another means. Hmm. Every few years, it seems like there's some asshole, white, middle-class suburban father who goes nuts and kills his whole family and then burns the house down. Right. And- From our Most Wanted episode, FBI's Most Wanted episode, right. there was a guy that did that. So, I think those like those would actually count as like the original method of murder. If they he shot his family, they would say they were killed by a firearm. The fire was only to cover up those crimes. So, these, when you're talking about fire, we're talking about 74 murders committed by like trapping somebody in something or tying them up or whatever and setting them on fire. 74, I mean, think about the Bever brothers in Broken Air. So, there was a two teenage age brothers that killed most of their family one night. Mm-hmm. Uh, they had like four or five brothers and sisters and their parents here in the Tulsa, Oklahoma area. This was like two years ago or so. I mean, that's five murders on one night. Yeah. And there's only 74 fire murders in a year? That's... Now, granted... I guess I should be happy that there's not that many (laughs) murders. There there could be a decent proportion of all of these murders that are attributed to number three, which is other weapons or weapons not stated. Okay. But confirmed 74 by fire. Yeah. And I've read that when you burn up, you either die by sh- from shock or from as- actually uh, from asphyxiation. Basically, asphyxiating on the smoke coming off your own body. I think it's true that when you're burning, like let's say you're engulfed in flames, mm-hmm. your mind is racing and basically you go insane in those few seconds. So, you're not even like totally aware of what's happening while it's happening. After your nerve endings are burned off, I'm sure that there are some odd sensations but I would guess that the physical sensation of burning recedes into something that I would assume is equally horrible, some sort of shock that's just... Yeah, I would think that you are just... That your brain can't even comprehend what's happening and you're just getting a little glimpse of pieces like, I can't fucking believe this is happening. Oh my God. You know, there's some sicko out there that has like a flame fire fetish and will like allow himself to burn little bits of his skin. Yeah. Like Mr. Joshua in Lethal Weapon. Sure. Gary Busey played Mr. Joshua and as a show of his allegiance, loyalty and strength to the bad guy, I can't remember his name off the top of my head, Mr. Joshua 
held his forearm out and his boss lit a lighter under it and just, you know, just burned his arm for a while until he was done burning it. And Mr. Joshua just stood there and took it. Ma'am, what a badass. It wasn't Hollywood magic. He really burned himself. I knew a kid in uh, 11th grade. Much earlier in his life, he had done damage to his hand somehow. I don't remember how, but all the, he couldn't feel anything in his hand. So, we would like take books and rulers and our feet and just beat the shit out of his hand and he couldn't feel anything. A little psychos. And it was pretty hot. <laughs> I'll say that, um, you know, the serial, what do they call that? The serial killer triad? The McDonald triad. Yeah, that's, so for those that aren't- Sickos. Well, for those of you that aren't sickos that are intrigued by serial killers like Brandon and myself. There's this McDonald triad, which is the three tenets of almost every serial killer. Three behaviors exhibited in childhood that are strong indicators. Most serial killers meet these three criteria. Yeah. And it's arson or playing with fire. Mm -hmm. It's wetting the bed. Mm -hmm. And it's hurting animals as a child. Yeah. Arson hurting animals. You can kill with all those. What about wetting the bed? Has anyone ever been murdered by drowning in bed urine? Drowning is the 11th most common method of murder. Oh, that's kind of low. With 10 confirmed murders by drowning in 2010, it is 0% of the total. But worth noting because like God bless, how do you murder or drown someone? Like you, well, in Lethal Weapon 2, They put Mel Gibson's character Riggs in a straitjacket and threw him into the LA River. And when he was down there under the water, he saw his new girlfriend. Also, Mm. she had been chained up and tied to like a block or something. So, she was floating dead down there. And then he got, you know, all pissed off. He knocked his shoulder out of socket, wriggled out of the straight jacket, jumped up, beat the shit out of the bad guy, used the, yep. used the car door, which I guess is vehicular murder, to subdue and murder the bad guy and then popped his shoulder back into socket. Do you want to, I mean... So, you have to, I'm saying you have to tie them up to something heavy. Yeah, the mob does that. They throw you in. Yeah. But since we're here, do you want to just go ahead and do the entire synopsis of Lethal Weapon 2, maybe do the dialogue well, I'm trying to well. give people real world examples. That's not a real world example. And these are real world examples that most people are familiar with. Hollywood example. But, you know, in contrast to Burning Alive, we just talked about how your mind is racing, you're probably not even able to comprehend what's happening. Mm-hmm. That's not true with drowning because you're very aware of the panic that you're feeling struggling to panic and then I'm sure at some point there's just this like, this is it. I need to just be still now because it's now it's over. I'm blinking out. Yeah, drowning would be pretty awful. Unlike fire, which is not- (laughs) Sounds not too bad. Yeah. Isn't there some statistic about like every person, at least X times in your life you walk past someone that's killed somebody else? (laughs) Whoa, I didn't know that. Yeah, I mean, if you think about people people who served in the military and like we're, yeah, wait, know, are those not on the murder list, I guess? No, that's uh, when, it's in a, when it's in war, it's legal. I see. It's all cool. There's still rules like you can't murder too nasty. You can't like murder with biological weapons. But if you shoot somebody in the face, that's totally fine. Now, when you say biological, does that include like poo-poo? Biological weapons. Okay, so I need one, two, five, nine, ten, twelve. 10, 12. 
I'm I'm kind of saving number one, but I'm pretty sure I know what it is. Yeah. Why don't we go with stabbing? Yeah. Stabbing. <laughs> Sorry, I shouldn't have got so excited. <laughs> stabbing is number two. Knives or cutting instruments is number two on the list. 1,704 murders in 2010 connected to knives or cutting instruments. That makes up 13% of the murders that year. 13%. Now, I, I didn't concentrate so much uh, with my notes on cutting or slicing, although I can think of two great examples off the top of my head. One, you just mentioned the Bever family murders in our, in our quiet suburb of Broken Arrow, Oklahoma. I think that's worth... Look that case up, by the way, if you haven't heard yeah, it's, it. Yeah, it's, it's worth uh, an episode all on its own, if maybe a bonus episode or something later coming up. But two brothers murdered their whole family one night. And it's a fascinating, sad, creepy story. And also, OJ did that. Remember OJ? <laughs> yes. Hot take. He cut those people up. But no, I, I concentrated on stabbing. I thought there were some really interesting historical examples of stabbing because stabbing has been very common throughout human history as a method of murder. It was popularly Hmm. a method, uh, a means to assassinate a number of distinguished historical figures such as the second caliph Umar and Roman emperors Julius Caesar and Caligula. The one of those you probably haven't heard heard of is the second caliph Umar, right? He was the second religious leader like the Byzantine area, something like sure. that. And he, of course. he was attacked while leading morning prayers. So, the leader, religious leader of, the, of this empire was leading morning prayers as the Pope does in the Vatican and a former Persian slave ran up and stabbed him. One, two, three, four, five, six. Oh, six times? Six times in the tummy. In the tummy. <laughs> Wait. In the belly. It says the belly. Is the tummy, the tummy's your word. Yeah. The belly okay. was the Wikipedia word. Did the Wikipedia article or the sci- or the history book you read this out of say in his tum-tum? It was illustrated with Muppet versions of all these guys. <laughs> uh, he died three days later. Now, you know who Julius Caesar is, right? That's the monkey oh in God. Planet of the Apes, what, Tell right? me what you know about Julius Caesar. He was a Roman emperor mm-hmm. and he wore the leaf halo thing on his head. Okay. And he wore a white robe right. and he was killed by his trusted friend or advisor, Brutus, mm-hmm. as far as legend says. Right. Well, there's also the famous Shakespeare play, right? Yes. But Caesar. he came back and he got stabbed 23 times. By his own by like, a group team, of right? senators. It was a whole group yeah. of senators on the lower steps of the Senate chamber. The physician who examined him later established that only one of those wounds had been lethal. So, all these guys stood around and stabbed him 23 times. Well, this times. is according to like hokey dokey science in like a billion BC, right? <laughs> yeah, they stuck a leech on his dick and were like, oh, this must have been the lethal <laughs> one. Well, Caligula died the same way. Now, Caligula was the emperor who was like, he's buck nasty and he had orgies and food orgies and food orgies what the hell does that mean the, where they would like eat a whole bunch and throw up so they could keep on eating well what does that have to do with an orgy an orgy of food and probably some fucking oh well my only reference for caligula is in the seinfeld episode where george tries to combine 
food and sex. <laughs> right, exactly. And he starts getting flustered from eating french fries and Jerry calls him Caligula. So, He's there you a, go. Yeah, food orgy. There's our Seinfeld reference for the episode. OJ preferred cutting and so do terrorists in Europe and the UK. It's a, a popular method of terrorism in the UK and Europe is to run around with a knife and cut and stab people. Death from stabbing is caused by shock, severe blood loss, infection, or loss of function of an essential organ such as the heart and or lungs. Or the, the sphincter. You get, if you got stabbed in the asshole, I guarantee you would die. And there are plenty of people in history who would testify to that. Now, maybe other weapons would include Mr. Hands murdering himself via, well, you can look up Mr. Hands if you don't know the story. Um, what, what were we talking about? <laughs> I forgot. We got, you're about to make another guess. Oh, okay. Now, think about the different ways in which maybe you've heard about a serial killer murdering someone. There's some, a few methods that we've not talked about yet. One of them, I can tell you, is a popular method among black widows. Not black widow, well, actually black widow the spider and then black widow the a female murderer. Black widow the spider, poison? Poison is the 10th most popular uh, method. I would not have thought, first of all, isn't the black widow have venom? Well, not- venom is poisonous, right? It's poison. Well, we should ask our friends at the LA Not So Confidential podcast. They probably know the answer to that, but I w- would not have guessed poisons in the top 12. Well, it, uh, it only 11 murders in 2010 are attributed to poison. It's again, 0% of the total. But it is commonly used by, in those stories about, you know, women who kill, especially women who like seduce someone. God, that's so sexy. <laughs> they like to use poison. I think because it's, well, nonviolent and... Nonviolent, yeah. At least not when you're doing it. Right. But the person the vomiting pers- their blood out and guts out. To the person dying, it's decidedly violent. Uh, but I think it can also be hidden. I guess if it was hidden easier, then they wouldn't have counted it as a murder. So, the number is probably a lot higher. Yeah, that's true. Well, aren't there poisons that are undetectable by... Forensics? Yeah, I'm sure all That's the... what happens in uh, Breaking Bad with Walt and I guess spoilers, but Walter uh, poisons Oh, with that Brock. special plant? Yeah, and it's... Oh, and there's ricin too. Yeah, ricin. So, yeah, that's Breaking Bad. But for poison, how much of this do you think is like true murderous poison? Like you have to buy it on the black market or something versus just concocting like household cleaning supplies or something? It's such a low number. I would... I think that if you're going to go to the trouble to like concoct something like to find a poison apothecary or a sorcerer to like make you something, I think you're probably not going to get caught. So, my guess is that the 11 murder by poisonings were caused by people who were using like rat poison or shit around the house. I wonder how this list would change and where poison would rank if we were talking about most common attempted murders because I'll bet poison might be higher on that list. Yeah. I know when I've attempted to poison you. Uh, it's never worked. It hasn't worked yet. So, it's not as easy as it sounds. I do have a pretty strong tummy. Oh, God. Well, All right. You're missing number five, number nine, number 12, and number one. Well, again, I know what one is but I'm going to save it for the last. Let me think here. You're missing a big one. You're missing a, a one that seems very obvious when you are 
object to the head or would that be included under other weapons? No, an object to the head, a blunt object. Blunt objects, number five. How is that different than number three, other weapons? Because it's other weapons or weapons not stated. If the weapon was stated as a blunt instrument, then oh, okay. it would be ranked in number five. So, blunt. Number five is blunt instruments such as clubs, hammers, etc. That's from FBI. Clubs and hammers were what they live led with. 540 murders committed in 2010 attributed to blunt objects. That's 4%. Only 4% of murders from beating your ass to death. He's going to bring a bat out here and beat your ass to death with it. Beat your ass or your head. I have to say, you mentioned hammer. Taking a hammer to someone's head, in most cases, this is, you know, well known, but in most cases, murder is someone you know. Imagine taking a hammer to someone you know, perhaps someone that trusts you or loves you, uh, perhaps a family member and taking a hammer to their head. It's just so violent and like visceral and there's nothing sneaky about it. You know what I mean? Like you're going to, you're going to live with that murder for the rest of your life. I recently listened through all of the Beatles albums with my six-year-old on a road trip. And when we got to Abbey Road, he was transfixed by the song Maxwell's Silver Hammer in which Paul McCartney describes a young medical student going on a killing spree <laughs> with a silver hammer. And when a, basically when anybody presents a, an obstacle or even a challenge to him, he just comes up behind him and bops them on the head with a hammer. <laughs> well, I don't think he bops them on the head, but I get your point. Well, he bang, 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 bang went his uh, hammer. He and he loved that. He loves that song. What do you uh, think the odds are that MC Hammer Oh, no. Murdered someone with a hammer. Maybe the MC stands for murdered... Children. Murder... <laughs> let's see. Let's look up how Hammer <laughs> got the name Hammer. Murdered children. I mean, you just went right for it there. Was it, was it from murdering children <laughs> with a hammer? I mean, we can't rule it out. But even if the, the, the interwebs don't tell you that that's what happened, it doesn't mean it's not. He could be hiding it. His real name is Stanley Kirk Burrell. Okay, I nicknamed him Hammer because he looked like Hank Aaron, whose nickname was The Hammer. So, he got his nickname because someone at a baseball clubhouse used Hank Aaron's nickname on him. So, now- Where's the MC? That's Master of Ceremonies. MC, MCA. Yeah, he should have used, he should have used his real, you said his real name, Stanley? Stanley Hammer just sounds like something, sounds like a brand of hammer you'd buy at the hardware store. Well, Stanley is a brand of tools. Right. Yeah. You know that because you're a real man. I guess I'll take that. You know, I was being sarcastic. So, yeah, he got it from Hank Aaron and I don't know why Hank Aaron was called the hammer. Let me see if I can find out what Hank Aaron- Maybe he's the one murdering children with hammers. Yeah. Why don't we just run, instead of looking at it, why don't we just run with that and report it as fact and see how it goes? Oh, it's because he- because he hit the ball. He hammered yeah. the ball. This is suddenly becoming very boring. Well, he didn't... Nobody, neither Hank Aaron nor MC Hammer have murdered children with a hammer. As far as we know. As far as Wikipedia says. Have you seen The Mask with Jim Carrey? Not in a very long time. Well, there's a part... Me either, but I still remember there's a part in the beginning where the bad guy, who's like a mob boss type guy, is mad at someone and he makes them... Oh, no, he's the one that this happens to. He has to lay down and put a golf tee in his mouth mm -hmm. and then the bigger bad guy oh, right. hits a golf ball, swings the club, hits... I think anyone's been murdered like that. Yeah, I almost got my um, head clocked with a golf ball when I, or with a golf club when I was a kid. Maybe that's what's wrong with you. 
I was a kid, I was showing my neighbor how to hit a golf ball and he missed and hit my uh, face instead. And I get stitches in my chin. Or like Happy Gilmore at the beginning when he's hitting the golf balls in the neighborhood and they <laughs> keep hitting that same house and hitting those <laughs> Those people will be dead. I'm sorry. Yeah. And then one guy gets hit and then falls. I think it's the lady gets hit and then falls out the window. <laughs> Into the bushes. <laughs> they don't make golf movies like they used to, do they, Brandon? No, they don't. So, you're now missing number one, number nine, and number 12. Is there any... Okay, so, I'm going to get dark here for a minute. I'm going to have to give you some clues when we get to... When you try for nine and 12, I think. Is there anything like sexual, like... No. Okay. Okay, what about um, burying someone alive? No, it's not on here. What about... I think I could make one sound with my mouth and you would guess. Okay, do it. it. And this is by far the lowest one. There are only four murders in 2010 attributed to... Bomb? Explosions? Explosions. Explosives. Who's murdering one person with an explosion? In The Godfather, the... Hang on. Did you misspeak? Did you not want to do a Lethal Weapon 2 reference here? Well, they also tried to murder Roger Murtaugh in Lethal Weapon 2 by planting a bomb on on his toilet. Well, do you remember Uncle Leo opened Jerry's package and... There was a bomb and it blew his eyebrows off. Right. So, that happened. F- only four The Unabomber would have murdered, would have fit in here. Yeah. Cool. Explosives. Only four people. Only four. You only, only four. matter zero percent on this list if you were murdered by You're literally zero percent, yeah. So, number nine, to me number nine is like strangulation and asphyxiation are so closely related. I think number nine and poison, number 10, are also extremely similarly related and there's probably a lot of overlap. Between nine and 10? Yes. 10 is poison? Yeah. What is very similar would produce very similar effects to poisoning someone. Like an injection. Right. Narcotics. Narcotics, okay. Narcotics used as a murder method is number nine. And that's why like, I'm sorry I had to give you some pretty strong hints, but it's to me, narcotics, I don't know. To me, the difference between that and poisoning someone is semantics. We know that you are the authority on this, not the FBI, so. <laughs> right. What, what the, what's the number on narcotics? 39 people. So, 11 people in 2010 murdered by poison, 39 specifically murdered by narcotics. Would that be like intentionally causing someone to OD? Yeah, I think so. Or maybe if you, they thought that they were sniffing cocaine and you switched it with heroin. Maybe the Nintendo Switch for their next ad campaign should do something about switching cocaine with heroin and likening it to switching from TV play to handheld play. What do you think? Uh... We have a lot of Nintendo executives listening right now, so that's a free idea for you. I mean, run with it. Yeah. I don't know why they wouldn't try to run with this one. Uh, well, I can think of a few reasons why they wouldn't run with it. There's one left. Yeah, it's... Uh, the elephant in the room. We're talking United States. So, number uh-huh. one has to be guns. Firearms, firearms is number one. Yeah, firearms is the most... And I, I think we can use the word popular when we're talking about the US. The most popular method of murdering somebody in the year 2010 was murder by firearm. 8,775 murders, 68% of all murders in 2010 committed by guns. 
we don't have a gun problem here. Well, this is before Obama got in office and took away everybody's guns. <laughs> so, now we don't have these problems anymore. But back when we had them, US ranks first in the estimated number of civilian firearms per 100 persons. So, for every 100 people in the US, there are 120.5 guns owned by civilians. The next highest ranked country is the Falkland Islands <laughs> with 66.7. So, for every 100 people on their island, half as many own a firearm. Yemen is the next uh, highest rate of civilian gun ownership, 52.8 people out of every 100. What's the next after US, the next first world developed country? That Canada. Yeah. At 34.7 guns per 100 people. Okay. And we have 120. For every three people, they could share a gun. In America, every person could have one gun and another that they share between them and five other people. I can hear the clicks of podcasts being turned off by all of our... Uh, Non-data nerds? Right. No. By all our right-wing red state oh. listeners. Well, if you don't like facts, uh, I guess if you don't like facts, this has been a good last few years for you. Yeah. So, in the UK, for every 100 people, there are 4.9 firearms. That means every 20 people there share a gun. And in Japan, the rate is 0 0.3 guns per 100 people. Uh, how many deaths and murders by guns does Japan have? Uh, probably zero. Probably I zero. Think... It's funny how that works, huh? Now, Americans equal 4% of the world's population, but we own 46% of the global stock of civilian firearms. These stats are just killing me. I don't know how people listen to this stuff and think. I've heard people say without joking that the solution to America's gun violence problem is a bunch of more guns. Is to get more guns in more hands. So to, that every to cancel out. Yeah. You have a good gun to cancel out a bad gun. Yeah, every if everyone's carrying a gun, you're not going to shoot someone cuz they could shoot you back. I'm Hold like, on. Hold on right there. I need to go pause the Roomba. Okay. I hope you know, this has been like the most American two minutes in podcasting history because we're talking about our gun violence problem that hasn't been solved and then you need to pause from recording on your expensive podcast microphone to go pause your Roomba, which is uh -huh. automatically cleaning your home. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was scaring Chewy the dog too. Can't have that. So, he's in here. So, um, I, w I looked up what is it like to get shot. From people who have been shot, how does that feel? And the common answer- Not good. Yeah, is that it's bad. It, they say it's like getting hit with a sledgehammer or a baseball bat because of the force that's accompanying the bullet and that once the initial adrenaline wears off, it feels like a burning piece of coal or metal in your flesh. Mm. So, you don't want to get shot. You don't want to get shot. The son of Sam- in the Zodiac, a lot of serial killers like to use knives or strangulation because- it's more personal. Because it's more personal. But some serial killers do use guns. Son of Sam used yeah. a, a handgun, I think a 38 special. And the Zodiac also committed some of his murders with firearms, although he also murdered by knife. Which and is inconsistent. Usually, a serial killer will have the same murder weapon for most if not all of their murders. Right. And for, for those, for the uninitiated in serial killer history, a large chunk of serial killers, at least in America, are motivated by sexual deviancy. So, they- most serial killers are not murdering like to get away with bank robberies or something. 
They're murdering because they get turned on by the personal overpowering nature of killing someone up close with a knife or strangulation. So, a gun is kind of uncommon among serial killers. Or a product killer, someone who's killing specifically so that they can have a body. Like Jeffrey Dahmer. Right. Less also unlikely to use a gun because it damages the body. Right. Now, the top firearm used in murder is handguns. Handguns alone make up 46% of all murders. Now, if a handgun for those who, I mean, are there people who don't know what a handgun is? That's the little one you can hold in your hand and go pow, 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 like a revolver or a pistol. Okay. The next type is unfortunately type not stated. So, those are murders where a gun was used but the type of gun for whatever reason was not recorded or stated. That makes up about 15%. And then, then shotguns, then rifles, and then other guns. What about bazookas? I think that would fall under other guns. Okay. Uh, But I thought it was interesting shotguns before rifles. Hmm, Yeah. Rifles do get a lot of bad press when it comes to gun (laughs) violence. Justice for rifles, hashtag. But uh, handguns are our real problem when it comes to, our biggest problem when it comes to murder. Says you, libtard. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, So, there you have it. Those are the top 12 most common methods of murder. You have an agenda to take my guns away. So, I might not publish this podcast episode today. I don't want you spreading that propaganda. If a whole bunch of children getting murdered at school uh, is not enough to get your guns taken away, then this podcast is not going to do it. Yep. Let's go through the top 10. Let's go through that top 10. The 12th most common method of murder for the year 20... <laughs> Let's go through the top 10 and then you start at number 12. <laughs> no, top I'm 12. Gonna do, I'm going to do top 10 starting at number 12. Yep. Explosives is number 12. 11 is drowning. Number 10, poison. 9, narcotics. Number 6, fire. Number 7, asphyxiation. Number 6, asphyxiation's ugly brother, strangulation. Number 5, blunt objects like clubs and hammers. Number 4, personal weapons, hands, fists and feet. And butts. And then butts. Number three is other weapons or weapons not stated. Number two, knives or cutting instruments. Knives or stabbing weapons. And number one, firearms. 68% of all murders in the year 2010 committed with a firearm. So, I thought um, what might be fun to kind of round out this list is, um, we've already done a little bit of this, but let's go back through the top 12 and talk about famous killers in history that have used each method of murder. Well, explosives, the rival mob in Godfather used explosives. Unabomber. Unabomber. I think so there's in 2010 you said there's four murders by explosives. I think the Unabomber did around four himself. I think he was caught before 2010 though. No, oh, I know that. I'm saying like he did more than that in his career of I think he killed I want to say he killed He killed like two or three and injured like dozens or something. Yeah, he killed three people and injured 23 others. Yeah, okay. Next is drowning. I can't think of a famous... Well, you know, there was the Yates mother that drowned her five children in the bathtub. Ooh, yeah, yeah, that's... Yeah, and I I don't enjoy reporting on that, but that did happen. Ten poison, you mentioned the Black Widow. Why don't you name a few? Didn't they do all of these to... We could have just named um, Rasputin. I almost said Rumpelstiltskin. <laughs> we could have just named Rasputin because I, th- 
I think they did all of these to Rumpelstiltskin. <laughs> I don't think I've heard the word or thought about the word Rumpelstiltskin in like 20 years. So, congratulations on getting a Rumpelstiltskin shout out on today's he is, episode. He is fucking hard to kill. <laughs> that little squirt. Uh, I know that they poisoned uh, Rasputin and that didn't work. I think Russia commonly poisons their enemies, like such as journalists. Yeah. Uh, what's a narcotic killer? I mean, if Michael Jackson's doctor tried to murder him, then he definitely did it by Was narcotic. he charged with the murder? I think he was Man charged with maybe. something. Let's see. Uh, Michael Jackson doctor. His, uh, his name is Dr. Conrad Robert Murray. He's from Granada. Former cardiologist and personal physician of Michael Jackson at the time of the singer's death in, 20, in 2009. So, he would have been in the 2009. He was convicted for involuntary manslaughter, which is, is that, does it count as a murder? It has to, right? Yeah. Is it, you said manslaughter is one of the three degrees of murder. Yeah. So, he murdered with narcotics. There you go. There you go. Propofol. Fire. We have, uh, what's that Black Widow that was um, in the, in that last podcast is covering right now? Belle Gunnis. Yeah, Belle Gunnis. We, we covered her too on our serial killer episode back in episode eight. Yeah. Asphyxiation, that would be uh, Dahmer, right? Did he asphyxiate? Didn't he? Because he wanted to preserve the bodies. Well, I thought he was drilling holes in their heads and well, shit. Well, that's, that's not how they died though. Oh. No, I, when I think of asphyxiation, I think of BTK putting the Yeah, it's true. John Wayne Gacy too would, oh, well, he strangled actually. He used his rope, yeah. rope trick to strangle. So, BTK also did strangulation. Yeah. Blunt instruments to the head, number five. Uh, Golden State Killer, he killed by firearm but he also killed by blunt object. I think at least two mm -hmm. victims that I know of including the last one were killed by blunt force trauma. Personal weapons, hands and feet. Um, Jackie Chan's probably killed a few people <laughs> with his feet. Steven Seagal's done it with <laughs> his fat ass. Steven Seagal. Other weapons or weapons not stated, I mean. That one is just a, I guess, a catch-all. I would love to know what kind of weapons fall under other that were stated. Knives or cutting instruments, number two. I mean, what's, wasn't Richard Ramirez a knife guy? He might have been strangled. I think so. Uh, Zodiac also Zodiac, stabbed yeah. OJ. OJ. Okay. And then firearms, we already said, son of God Sam. God bless. Where to fucking start. <laughs> With all the murderers we know of. All the school shootings, Columbine. Well, speaking of. The guy in Vegas, what was his name? Stephen. Uh... Haddock. Yeah. So, speaking of, in coming up with this topic, I found a lot of other interesting crime statistics. So, maybe I should either put this out to uh, you, Nick, and uh, maybe also the our listeners. Would you like me to go on a... Uh, we could call it a crime spree. Would you like me to go on a crime spree and that my next few lists would all be crime related? Maybe we want to switch that up and look at other topics. Uh, maybe you guys are bloodthirsty for true crime just like me. So, let us know. Yeah, let's, let's do that. Weigh in after listening. You can contact us on Twitter at, at TennisPod. One zero ishpod Or you can get me at SidekickHost. Or Nick at Nick underscore M-L-E-M-E-L. -E Hit us up on Twitter after you hear this or reply to uh, one of our tweets and let us know if you're interested in going on a crime spree, a listening 
crime spree. Yeah, let's and, let's let's clarify. No, you don't want don't commit to an act committing an actual crime spree. Would you want like to go on a spree of listening and learning about true crime? Yeah. If the Bever brothers have Twitters, they're like hitting reply furiously to say yes, crime spree. <laughs> yeah, let us know. You can follow us Facebook, Twitter, Instagram at Tennis Pod. You can also send us an email direct if you just want to hit us up one-on-one at tennispod at gmail.com. If you say you want to save it, I'll save these for another day. Yeah. Why don't we end the episode today with uh, some Apple podcast reviews? Something happy instead of something murdery. Well, let's not get ahead of ourselves. Oh, shit. Okay. What we're doing is we're reading reviews submitted by listeners like you. Just like you, Johnny and Billy and Sally, these people have left reviews for us on Apple Podcasts. You can do the same by going to the Apple Podcasts app on any iPhone or iPad and rating us five stars and leaving a review. We're going to read two today. First one is from the Boar Meets World podcast, which is a Boy Meets World related podcast. Brandon hates, despises, loathes Boys Meets World. That's not true. Send all of your hate tweets to Brandon at Sidekick Host on Twitter. But the Boar Meets World podcast left us a review and they said this is a top 10 podcast and then they say, quote, better than top 10 perhaps. This is a super fun listen, random 10 lists, broken down and funniness throughout. Great show, fun hosts. I like it. I like, that's just a really good way to end the review. I like it. Fun hosts, I think he meant fun star host and fun sidekick host. Mm-mm, he didn't specify. He also, he did not specify. Uh, you're assuming their gender. Sorry. It is a guy though. And he did say this is a super fun listen and random tenless broken down and funniness throughout. Do you think he thought this episode had funniness throughout? All the murder and violence. There were some moments. But I mean, there's also, there's a whole range of emotions. Yeah, sadness throughout, emptiness throughout, remorse. Longing. Empathy, longing, shame as an American. Lots of fun smells. feelings. Uh, smells, the guy with the feet in the airport. Thank you, Boar Meets World. And now I'm going to go to our most recent review. Okay, our most recent review comes from Tobias from Great Britain. They said, quote, great concept, brilliantly delivered. Hell yeah. Well, only recently found this. It's really rather ace. Two pals going through different top 10 lists. It's genuinely funny, smart stuff, and well worth your time. Brandon, is that the first time you've ever been called smart or ace? It's the first time I've been called worth time. <laughs> well, we thought it was well worth our time to read your review, Tobias, from yeah, Great thank Britain. thank you. Thank you very much. Um, Brandon, this has been episode 49 and next week is episode 50, which is mm -hmm. my list and I have plenty of hashtag Nick's notes on a surprise topic for next week. Shit. Brandon, anything else we should say? Thank you. All right. Thank you for listening and we will see you next week. Bye.